Would the pressure that you put on yourself be appropriate for a child? <laughs> Love, Luna. Hello there. Another episode of Self Love Lessons with Luna is just about underway. Thank you so much for joining me here. It's an absolute pleasure to have everybody here that's watching on Instagram TV, on Facebook, on YouTube, but also for all of you as well that are listening on the podcast. It's an absolute pleasure to have you here. If you are getting value out of these sessions, please share it with somebody. Perhaps there's your daughter that needs to watch this. Perhaps it's somebody that you know who's suffering from low self-esteem and just can't get that confidence boost that they need. Maybe it's somebody that you know and you just wish that they could believe in themselves, but they don't. Send them my way. Let's have a conversation about it. And if it's you or somebody that you know that might be concerned about what your level of confidence is like and could go with a boost, if you're a listener or a watcher of Self Love Lessons with Luna, you can get a free confidence assessment. Just text your name, your email address and a bit about you to the number below or shoot me through an email and I will get back to you with more information and we can organize this very special thing just for you. People talk about self-care like you just have a bubble bath and maybe like light some beautiful candles and put on some meditation music and just, you know, just get into that really sensual vibe where you just really love yourself. Um, no. Well, sometimes on this week's episode of Self Love Lessons with Luna, we're talking about self-care. What is it? How to do it? Is it all just about having bubble baths and being in that really soft and sensual zone? No. Self-care is so much more than bubble baths and playing really soft, gentle music. Sometimes it is that, but most often it's something more deeper than that. Self-care is something that's far bigger than just taking one hour once a week or once a month to look after yourself. So let's dive right in. Let's have a look. When we have low self-esteem, or not great self-esteem, when our self-worth's a bit on the iffy side, we tend to be at the bottom of the to-do list. If we ever get there at all. Because we're people pleasers. We make sure everybody is taken care of before of us. We're martyrs. We put ourselves out there and do all the great things and be the, on the PNC at school. We look after the canteen. We run around and do everything to everybody else. But when do we get a chance? We like to be in control of everything. We don't tend to hand all our control over to other people because they'll probably get it wrong and then you're gonna feel bad about it. We don't feel valuable to say no. We don't feel valuable enough to say yes to the things that we want and to put ourselves further up the food chain. In fact, we get told that if we do that, then we're being selfish, that we're not considering anybody else in this process. So it's no wonder we don't know how to self-care. As a result of this, we are exhausted. We're tired all the time because we can never fill the tank. We're running from an empty tank most of the time. Everybody gets us, but we never get us. We push so hard every single day. We say yes to everybody else, no to ourselves all the time, and we're completely overexerted. Even if you have those moments where you're able to say no to those social events because the anxiety is just too much for you, you'll end up feeling guilty and ashamed about it. Have you ever had that moment where you take some rest, where you lie down, where you read a book, watch a movie, and you feel guilty for it? 
oh, I should really get up. Oh, I really need to be doing something. Oh gosh, I'm so lazy. Lazy and selfish, we get told. Simply not true. We need to learn how to self-care. Saying no is super difficult. It's a whole new ball game. Check out the episode on setting boundaries for you to get some really solid tips on how to actually say no and learn how to speak your preferences. The general consensus around self-care is that it's all the lovely things. It's, as I said before, it's the bubble baths and going for the walks and painting your nails and getting, yeah, getting the manicures and going for facials and having massages. And all those things are wonderful, but you can't live like that. Unless you are in some kind of position where you have all the money in the world and you have no responsibilities in the world, then it's likely you're going to have to do general life stuff as well as maybe on the occasion going and getting a pedicure or a manicure. I know that so many of you care for children here. When you think about it, when you, we use the word care in relation to what you do for your children, is it just the fun stuff? Is it just the play stuff? Is it just those moments where you have a chance to roll around in the field and take them for a swim or whatever it happens to be? No, that's a tiny portion of what caring for a child actually is. It's, your, it's their physical well-being. You have to make sure that they're fed and clothed and watered and staying out of harm's way and they're looking after themselves. Well, that's your job to look after them physically and keep them safe. You have their emotional well-being where you need to make sure that, you know, that their boundaries are being set, that they know how to say no, that, that they're okay when they're supported and they're encouraged during times of hardship. You need to make sure their mental wellness is okay, making sure that they're learning and growing and developing in this world. You have to have them going to school or being educated in some shape or form. And then of course spiritually, you might be religious, you might have some kind of faith that you want to teach your child or finding out what makes them shine. All of these things make up the care that you do for your child every single day, in every single moment. This is what self-care is all about. If you applied this to you, self-care isn't this one-off thing that you do some afternoon because you've got a ladies afternoon ready to go. Self-care is in the everyday moments. All those little things that you might do for someone else that you care for, your children, your parents, your elderly parents, those are the things that matter when it comes to looking after ourselves. Because we teach our children limits. We teach them boundaries. We teach them structure. If you gave your child everything that they wanted whenever they wanted it, what kind of child would you end up with? Yeah, would they go to school? Would they ever not eat ice cream for breakfast? Children need discipline and structure, as do we. So the quickest way to learn how to self-care for ourselves is tapping into what we already know about self-caring for others. We do this all the time. We are givers and carers and nurturers and providers. We already know what it takes to take care of other people because we do it all the time. So it's really as simple as you applying the same thinking and the same methodology to yourself. Look, even if you don't have kids, even if you don't look after people, you can look around and if you were belonged with a child all of a sudden, it's likely that you would probably know what to do for it. It's likely that you would probably figure out that if the kid hadn't showered for six days, they're gonna stink. And it's likely that you're gonna have to do something about that as their caregiver. 
we can really tap into that innate source inside of us, men and women alike, to have this really nurturing vibe. If you, maybe you have houseplants, maybe you kill them, but maybe you have a pet, maybe that's staying alive. Maybe you've just taken care of yourself enough in your life to be able to understand what are the basic needs that need attending to every single day of every single moment. So keeping it really simple, ask yourself this question. If I was caring for somebody else, what choice would I make here? This first one is really about making choices aligned with caring, just like you do for other people. As we said before with the ice cream example, sometimes it's okay to eat ice cream for breakfast. Sometimes it's okay to stay in bed until all hours of the day. Sometimes it's okay to stay up really late and play video games. All of those things are okay. Neither is bad nor good. Yet if you were looking after somebody, would it be caring if they had ice cream for breakfast every single day? Would it be caring if there was no structure around bedtime at any point in time? Would it be caring if they never got to school on time? Or if you never got to work on time? Would that be a caring thing to do? No. Would you make your child work? relentlessly for other people constantly and never get a rest? Would you say to your child, you know what, you need to get that done so you can't go to sleep yet? Or you better wake up early because you haven't done it yet. Would you make your child on a regular basis sacrifice their happiness and their joy for the sake of pleasing others? What walks in parents runs in children. Perhaps you are passing some of these things on to your children, but do you want to? Is an example that you want to set for yourself. Is an example that you want them to be raised into believing. Think about your expectations. Do you have really high expectations for yourself? Do you have really high expectations for others? I know that this is something that I need to really mitigate on a regular basis because I think I need to push and shove and go and drive and mara and I'm always Arr! So self-care in these examples is about taking the pressure off. It doesn't mean that I have to lay around and I'm complacent. I'm not that kind of person. But what it does mean is, do you have really high expectations? Would you demand of your child that they only get four hours or five hours of sleep a night so they can make sure that they're achieving from every moment of every day? Would it be okay for a child for you to expect them to always be perfect? to never make mistakes, to never get anything wrong. Do you think that would be reasonable? Would the pressure that you put on yourself be appropriate for a child? And if not, don't do it. There is a beautiful inner child inside each and every single one of us. And accessing that inner child, you can check out the episode on nurturing your inner child earlier on in this season. But think about it. You are still a gentle, beautiful soul inside of you. Yes, you have more responsibilities. You have more things to do. I get that. Which means even more so that you need to be gentle on yourself. That you need to take it a bit more easy. That you can take some of that pressure off yourself because there is so much that you need to do on any given moment. Think to yourself once again, would I apply this to a child I was caring for in my life? And if you wouldn't, 
think about it again. Self-care can be getting to work on time, it can be putting on clean clothes, it can be preparing food for your lunch so you don't have to get takeaway all the time, it can be drinking water and eating greens, it can be limiting screen time, it can be listening and learning and having positive thinking, it can be cleaning the house, it can be saying no, it can be socialising, it can be not socialising, it can be getting rest, it could be having play, it can be asking yourself what do I need, it can be supporting yourself through rough times. It can be wearing sun cream when you go outside, slip, slop, slap, wrap from that point of view. It can be listening to your body, listening to your mind, having nourishing food but not being too restricted all the time with what you do. It could be relaxing your expectations. <sighs> Self-care is about understanding yourself and what you need at any given one time. Not just yielding to your wants all the time, but also relaxing your expectations. It's about having some discernment. Sometimes lying on the couch and doing nothing is the best thing for you. Sometimes it'll send you down a spiral of depression that you don't want to be in. Taking responsibility for yourself and understanding which one's which. When does your kid just need a break because they're going through hell? When does your kid really need to go outside and play? Think about that from your point of view and when you think about caring. Sometimes just getting up and going having a shower is enough for today. That's enough of self-care. Brushing your teeth, washing your hair eventually so it sits beautifully can sometimes be an act of self-care. It's all the little things. Would you neglect the health of a child? Would you neglect the hygiene of a child? Would you neglect the emotional and physical needs of a child? Pretty unlikely. And if you wouldn't do that, please do not do it to yourself. You don't need to go this alone. There's nothing wrong with you if you don't know how to do this yet. It's a skill and something that we just don't get taught very often. So don't go it alone. Reach out, do a course, talk to somebody, get a coach, get a mentor. As I said, text the number, email me, get your free confidence assessment. We'll have a chat and see where you're at. You do not have to do this alone and not all hope is lost, not by any stretch of the imagination. Self-love is a skill, not a talent. It means that you can learn it and when you learn it and you have the tools, I have clients from many years back, they say, life hasn't changed in the form of it being any less hard, but I know how to deal with it much, much better now. Give yourself that gift. New episodes are out every single Friday on YouTube, Instagram TV, Facebook, and also you can listen to us on the podcast. Until next week, practice some self-care. Leave something in the comments and let me know how you practice self-care. Share the love between each other so that we can all love ourselves a little more. In the meantime, happy self-loving.